is the Public Record Podcast, the Coachella Valley's weekly business news journal. I'm managing editor Ken Allen, and on this installment, my guest is Robbie Wayne, producing artistic director of the nonprofit Desert Rose Playhouse, one of the local community theaters that presents programs of interest to the LGBTQ community and really all lovers of live theater. Let's talk about the business of uh, community theater. Mm-hmm. Uh, what are the, some of the challenges you face? Money. <laughs> <laughs> money. The, first, so, the top three are money, so, money, and money. Money, right? money, and money. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, no matter how successful it seems that someone is with selling out all of these shows, there's still a lot that goes into producing a sure. show. You, you know, uh, everything from every piece of costume to every prop that has to be made to every set piece that has to be built. And... Uh, the time that goes into that, the planning, the materials, uh, just the facility. You know, we have four air conditioners on the roof. So oh, just yeah. everything when you're a nonprofit and you're a community theater, it's all about money because it's up to the community to keep you going. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, when I started this uh, a year ago, I, I came in with the plan that it wasn't just a community theater, that it was going to be the community's theater. And I've been pushing that. And we, we've we've gained a lot of followers and we, we've made a lot of progress, but we have such big ideas. And every show, we want it to be even bigger and better. And bigger and better always costs money. So it's always about the money. What are some of the <laughs> ancillary, uh, if any, uh, activities that you can bring additional revenue in with? Or do, could you, for example, rent the facility out for right. private events? Yeah, we do that. Uh, we actually, if it fits under our theme, mm-hmm. like, you know, we wouldn't bring in just a cooking show and in, into here, you know, and have somebody rent out the room. It would need to fall within our mission of, you know, enlightening people in the LGBTQ community or enhancing other people's lives through the magic of stage, you mm-hmm. know, with our themes. Uh, but once it, if it meets that criteria, then absolutely we rent it. We rent out the facility or uh, like the uh, the center, the LGBTQ center downtown Palm Springs. Mm-hmm. They've done their fundraising events here, and we don't we don't charge a rental fee for that. Mm-hmm. Um, if it's a fundraiser for an LGBTQ themed. Uh, you know, cause, then all we ask is just for them to help us with keeping the lights and the, and the electricity and the air and all of that during the event. Mm. You know, they just help us pay for a little bit towards the utilities and then they take everything. We just open the space up for them. So let's paint a picture for the audience of what your theater looks like. How big is the stage? About how many seats do you have? Uh... Okay. Um, our stage, uh, since I took it, it, it used to be, uh, pretty set everything was kind of uh, stable uh where where it was placed and it seats uh, around 75 people and uh that's uh you know i think that's a pretty decent crowd for the it's a smaller room uh but the stage we we have uh made it a little more uh, versatile to where we can put it in any place in the room so we've oh. moved the stage a lot and tried a lot of different layouts this year since i took over uh so we we want every time you come in to feel like you're walking into a new space for a new experience oh. so it's it's more of a black box theater type stage mm-hmm. uh, uh the the room is very versatile all the chairs can be move so we move it around we've even had shows in the round in that room so Mm -hmm. it's all different you never know what you're going to get what was this building before it was a 
I think a dinner theater, wasn't it? It was an old restaurant yeah. that the guy had his, uh, he used to sing, and he had his uh, band and all of that stuff in the main room up on the platform. Mm-hmm. And then it was a restaurant. This is the old commissary. Uh, which is what a lot of people <laughs> say, you know, you're right there at the commissary. And I'm like, okay, yeah. I didn't know what the name of it was, and I've been here a long time. Yeah, That's so interesting. I, you know, I hear a lot of different things, so I don't know exactly which ones are pure fact or or lore, you know. But uh, a lot of different stories people have told me of when they used to come here and when it, back when it was like a dinner musical theater right. uh, restaurant type thing. But the guy sang every Sunday afternoon. They'd have, you know, these brunches, and he would sing in the main room. So we've kind of kept that, you know, entertainment feel for sure. Hmm. But uh, we've made a few a few changes. But, uh, you know, right now we're going through and changing out all of our lighting system and everything to just upgrade and, and try to make the experience a little bit. And you've added a whole bar exciting. here. It's, it's always been here. Um, I don't it, remember the bar. Yeah, there used to be a curtain halfway through this room. Right. And uh, Jim and Paul only used half of the room and this side was used for because, you know, there's not a lot of storage space here. Oh. So this side was used for uh, props and, and furniture and scenery pieces. So all of this was, you know, more of a storage room. And then when I got it, I I wanted to just blow it all out. So we just opened up the curtain and cleaned it out and and made use of the structure that was actually already here. And how long have you been doing this? Well, actually, in uh, last week was one year. One year. I was going to say in a few days, right. but I, it was actually last week. Yeah. So and how long have you been in the desert? Uh, I've been in the desert for five years. Mm-hmm. I moved here from San Francisco. Uh, oh, yeah. I worked up there for another nonprofit, uh, Stern Grove Festival, which is a music festival that's been going on there in, in uh, San Francisco for many, many years by the uh, Stern and Levi Strauss family. So are there any particular initiatives you'd like to have uh, someone help you with? Right now, Phil Murphy is in there uh, changing out all of our lighting. And Phil Murphy's the one that brought in all of that lighting. Uh-huh. I mean, that's that's why over the top you see that it's the Phil Murphy stage. You know, mm-hmm. It's like uh, him and his partner Bobby have been so generous to the theater from day one. And he's in there right now revamping it all and fixing it. And, and so you have some naming so those, opportunities yes, like that? Okay. Yes, and uh, we... We are needing uh, new chairs, you know, so okay. that is one of the things that we have to focus on. And we've started uh, this uh, new star program where you can buy a star that's going to go uh, in the lobby. Mm-hmm. And that money goes towards facility upgrades and helping us get new chairs, new carpet. You know, those kind of things are always needed uh, in an older building like so this. So chairs, carpet, I heard. Uh, give me two or three more that one person could write a check for oh without breaking a sweat. Well, um, if they're not going to break a sweat, <laughs> <laughs> we could do chairs, we could do carpeting, we could do uh, a materials, uh, better uh, sound uh-huh. material, yeah. you know, speakers. We just put in some speakers uh, about a eight months ago and and that was with help from a donor Mm -hmm. and uh we have a new uh, program but incorporating all of that takes money to 
hook up your lighting system and your sound system and all of that into one program. Mm. So we have more needs for that. Um, have you had to do like a lot of electrical upgrades, for example? Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's tough in a building like this. Yeah. You know, you have. Fortunately, to, the newer lights are like LED, so they're not big power hogs, right? Right, but our whole entire system is incandescent right now. Oh, it's all the the old school can lights with the the big board, you know. Um, so and upgrade to that is always you know in the future um, our ticketing system we have been trying to upgrade we could use another uh, computer for that we're going to have to have a video wall uh, for one of our shows and so there's just it the, sounds like there's a lot endless. of things they just talk yeah. to you and uh, and see what you need and I tackle see what one the different at a time. price Ranges are, and many of these are naming opportunities. Yes, absolutely, absolutely. And I just tackle each problem one at a time uh, to get through it. You know, Mm. and and that's been my job is just to make sure that we figure it out. Done okay, but not without the help of the community. You know, we've had a lot of a lot of uh, people that have volunteered their time. You know, all of those things are always needed in a community theater. How long has Desert Rose been around? Do you know? Seven years. Seven uh, years. I thought it was yeah, longer than that. Um, I, we're going. We're starting our eighth. Okay. Getting ready to start our eighth. How difficult is it to cast? We talked a little bit about this earlier because you, you said there was a lot of talent here. Mm-hmm. But is it hard to cast, especially younger people, in the programs? You know, uh, a uh, younger Actors are, they're like unicorns, <laughs> honestly. <laughs> um, the really good ones, uh, that's why, you know, I've helped with uh, Gay Days, uh, with the uh, the city of uh, Cathedral City, and then there's like this gay alliance where all of the schools come together and they meet uh, here in uh, Palm Desert. And I was with them where we go in and we mentor these kids and talk to them about what we do, how they can be involved, so that we keep that fresh blood coming into the, the whole community of, of acting and, 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 and theater. And, you know, it's, it's, it's happening, and they're there, and there's some amazingly talented younger actors that are out there that are working a lot, but I would love to see ten times more. You How know, many people can be on stage at one time? Well, we've had 12 on this one. Oh, okay. It's bigger than I thought it was. I it, thought it was more like six. Yeah. It's kind of like, well, I mean, that's ideal. Yeah. And whenever we do have 12, like with Women Behind Bars, I believe that was like 11 or 12 at once on stage. Huh. It When I was blocking that stuff, it's almost like choreographing a square dance. Yeah. Because you have tight. to keep yeah. it moving and it, it can't look crowded. So, And I suppose know. it depends on how much scenery and other obstacles you have on stage exactly too, right? so, yeah. so all of that's going to depend on how many people so what would be with. the process let's walk through the process just for interest so you have a play that has uh, five 18 to 40 mm-hmm. year old guys in mm-hmm. it do you just have a, a catalog of people who have sent you interest in auditioning mm-hmm. or do you have to go contact agents and do that sort of thing well in, in this community uh, we have a, a a very tight community of performers here. And, and I hold an audition. Everyone holds their own auditions every year. Mm-hmm. Uh, one major audition with once they make their season's announcement of what they're going to be looking for in each play. And then when people come to the audition, some people get hired that way. Then we do talk amongst ourselves, all of the artistic directors. Hey, do you have someone that's, you know, that looks like this, that mm-hmm. sings like this, or that can act? And, and uh, this is the character. And then we go by 
by word of mouth, huh. uh, people we've worked with in the past. Right. You know, it's, it's a big family. So it's always someone knows someone. And so we bring them in, we have them read. And uh, we just, when I'm going through, usually when I read a play for the first time, people pop in my head. Huh? Right then. I'm like, oh, wow, so-and-so would be great for this. So-and-so would be great for this. So does that influence your selection of the programs? Absolutely. I see. It oh. does, yes. Uh, I mean, there's a lot of things to influence why I, I program sure. what I do. But that, yeah, if I see a role for someone and I say, oh, wow, they could really <laughs> do this well, then, of course, that's going to be a more attractive project sure. for me. You know, Assuming knowing, they say yes to do it, right? And, you know, I have actually called people and said, hey, I'm thinking about doing this, uh-huh. but I want you to do it. Uh-huh. Will you do it? Uh-huh. And if they say yes, then I'll program it. So, Interesting. It, you know, there's a lot that goes into it. And then there's new people that, you know, um, we're getting ready to work with a gentleman uh, here in October that I've never worked with before, but he came to an audition. I just loved him, loved the look, loved his acting. And so he, he got cast in our season uh, premiere show. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it just it just depends. You've got to get yourself out there. If, if someone's looking to, to be on stage, they just need to – contact us. We're always looking for talent. We're looking for volunteers. We're looking for, you know, support in any way we can. That's what it's all about when you're in the community theaters. Do you have a sense of what the crowd pleasers are? They like uh, campy. They like Uh fun. They like stuff that's going to really just take them out of their everyday, you know, monotony of whatever they went through today, whatever bill came about, uh, you know, became due. When they walk in the door, my mission's always been to start at the very first moment they walk in to start relaxing and stripping away the outside, you know. So we, you know, have someone sometimes playing the piano. We have people, you know, mingling around. And, and it. we just try to create a different atmosphere when you walk in the door. And so the audience has a chance to take a breath before they go in mm. and open up their mind to try so to lighter more i don't it may have a negative connotation i don't mean it that way but more escapist fair is kind of what that people really been, like that has been really uh, popular for us yeah. so far we we have done uh, you know, like i say the sugar witch which was our opening was a uh, a thriller you mm-hmm. know it was definitely almost like a horror play they loved it Hmm. So it's it you just it just depends on how it's done I think yeah. how it's delivered and how good the actors are right yeah it's yeah. all about the production because I won't put anything on the stage that I don't feel we can make into a solid production with with high values and great actors and you know we have a great lighting and 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 sound and and set team and costumes and you know it just takes a village so if everybody puts it all together it it's destined to succeed but i usually am pulled towards more of the uh the fun lighthearted, mm-hmm. uh, keep people laughing kind of shows but i do uh, try to give a nice curve to the programming every year you know and, and i'm th- beautiful thing this year uh, there's there's nothing lighthearted and fair about a show like that uh this is the one with the Cass Elliott uh, music yes yeah yes uh-huh. and and I I love I love beautiful thing mm-hmm. but it, it's not you know it's not a um you know one of these other ones where you just laugh in the whole time somebody's up there you know being campy and and throwing one-liner jokes you know which that 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 lands too if it's done right so I think it all 
really depends on how it's done. Thinking through your career, was there a show that you thought would be really a, you know, a sellout and wasn't popular? Well, I mean, I've had a, I've had a few where people didn't know the artist mm-hmm. and it didn't uh, perform as well as what I thought it would have or could have because without familiarity with the person doing the show, it's kind of hard to sell a ticket Mm. unless it's a topic that they really want to come and see and they're Mm. interested in. Or it sounds campy. Right. Yeah. (laughs) You know, if if it's a guaranteed laugh a minute type thing, then it's a little easier. But when it's it's some of these um, smaller, like one-man cabaret shows, sometimes those can be a little more challenging. So you have to be careful... Uh, how I suppose from the it? audience's point of view, it's risky to place your ticket bet on one performer who might be great, who might be really a exactly. snoozer, right? And if they don't know the person, right. then even though I can say all day long, trust me, I've seen it, it's fantastic, right. that can only go so far, yeah. you know, yeah. and it may not sell out a house. So what's next for Desert Rose? Well, we are gearing up right now for... Uh, a lot of, like I say, we do the one-off things whenever we're dark. And, and every year I have uh, performed a fundraiser event here called, uh, it's a George Michael tribute. Oh, yeah. So we're doing that on September 14th. And then uh, we'll be doing uh, the uh, shadow cast for uh, Rocky Horror Picture Show again, because mm. that was just a huge success last year. Everyone had a blast. And then, we're, like I said, we're, we're changing out all of our lighting right now, revamping all of that, uh, and, and main, or not mainstreaming, streamlining uh, the way that it, that it runs in the theater. So it'll be a lot more user-friendly for whoever's in the back of the house in the middle of a show needing to fix something, they can get to it. Um, so we're doing that before we open on October 4th. And October 4th, we hit it, hit the ground running with Die, Mommy, Die and start our season. And we don't really stop until July. Mm. Every time a show closes, the very next day I'm starting rehearsals on the next one, or I'm starting it the week before the show closes. So they overlap. Think about like five years out. Are there other things you'd like to do? Oh, absolutely. Like talent development, uh, mm-hmm. working with the community colleges, that sort of thing? Yes, we actually are working now with the Cultural Center. Okay. Um, with Michael to, Green? Yeah, Michael mm-hmm. Green. Mm-hmm. I just met him the other day. So I'm, I'm working with them to try to come up with a, a concept to, you know, kind of expand our reach and, and work with those guys and, you know, have a little bit more of a voice in, in Palm Springs proper, mm-hmm. you know, and I have a few irons in the fire with a couple of other Is people. Is this too far to drive? From Palm Springs? I don't think so. I don't. I don't think so. But I. I did find that uh, a lot of people in our community did not know we existed. Oh. So I've been very vocal because I am a part of the community and I'm. I'm a visual part. I'm. I'm out there doing things all the time. So I, you know, I have made sure that people know who we are. I should explain, you, know? you were in Rancho Mirage at uh, 111 yes. in, in Sinatra, so you're not really very far out of Palm Springs. No, we're not far. We're straight down Palm Canyon Drive, maybe 10, 15 minutes yeah. max, and that's during traffic. But, you know, it's nice when you can have something that's close enough for someone to, you know, that's in town on staying at a hotel downtown Palm Springs that you can, they can see it and they can just walk over, you know, right. or, you know, hop a, a lift for two minutes down the road. So I just, I like the idea of just expanding that in that respect. So, but as far as five years out, we have, we've grown a lot this year and a lot of uh, good feedback from people. And as 
the, if the funds continue to come in and we still get the support that that we need, then we will continue to grow. I, you know, I've looked at. We don't have any plans on moving anywhere just yet, but if something were to come available, mm-hmm. absolutely. If I had $5 million right now, we'd be at the Plaza Theater downtown where oh, we belong. There you, you know? go. So, That's yeah. Where the I Follies mean, was. Yes, exactly. Yeah. So there's there's nothing too big for me in my mind. So when you ask that question, it's like, oh, wow, just anything I say is still, if I were at that point five years from now, I'm thinking even bigger than that. So right now we're, we're gathering the troops and we're trying to do the facility changes that we need to do here to continue to give what the quality of, of shows that we've given in the last year and do better and bigger. And, you know, who knows, five years from now, maybe we'll have two or three of these places. So if someone wants to see what's on your playbill or if they want to support you financially or both, uh-huh. uh, where do they uh, get in they t- touch with you? They go directly to us. Uh, we are we uh, have our Facebook page with the Desert Rose Playhouse, and then we have our website, desertroseplayhouse.org. It's, it's real simple there. And then all of the information's there about our upcoming season, about our special events that we've got going on. We have a, 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 a every year we do annual fundraisers where we have a garden party. And that's going up on the website uh, within the next couple of days. We're finishing mm-hmm. up the final details that of here? the location. No, that's, that's why it's going. We have two locations right now oh. that we're looking at. And so we're going to finalize that over the weekend oh. on which one it's going to be. Because we do those in like a state's. You know, like uh, Gloria Swanson's estate or, you know, Harper Marks' is estate. Mm-hmm. And we like to have a nice big property to do it. So right. we're looking at two. One of those is going, you know, definitely be make a decision on that this weekend. But, yeah, if they go to uh, DesertRosePlayhouse.org, all of our information's there. Come see a show. We've got tons of stuff getting ready to go back onto the website for this upcoming season. And, uh, yeah, lots going on. This has been the Public Record Podcast. My guest has been Robbie Wayne, Producing Artistic Director of the Desert Rose Playhouse in Rancho Mirage. Visit their website at desertroseplayhouse.org. I'm Ken Allen, Managing Editor of the Public Record. Thanks for listening. Thank you.